Welcome to the Emo Social Club podcast, broadcasting to you on the podcasts from emosocialclub.tv. I am Brian. And I'm Lizzie. We did not stream this episode, which is why I'm making a reference to that. Uh, this n- normally would be a live streamed uh, podcast, but instead we just did this one off stream. This is the Emo Social Club podcast, uh, podcast about music, news, cool people, rad bands, making connections building community all these good things uh this episode is with our new i'm gonna say best friend i'm gonna say yeah i, I would say that's a safe assumption yeah uh maggie schneider of the band glimmers uh we we've known about maggie for a while we've been aware of maggie from her pop on covers and stuff and so this was it's pretty exciting we were actually really happy to have her as a guest this month yeah and the fact that she was like oh i i'm aware who you guys are too and i'm like what excuse me it's like hey hey how could you don't lie to me don't 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 make me feel like i'm doing something here you know um yeah this episode's a lot of fun though uh we talk a lot about her music and and uh for for any up-and-coming bands and anybody who's like i want to be in the music industry i think that like she's a really good person to pay attention to because she seems to be doing it from the right way and the right angle and it's it's paying off it's definitely like building to her success. Uh, and, and so I think it's really worth it. Uh, before we get into that, Lizzie, what, what's she up to? Um, I'm just chilling. Um, just vibing pretty much. Um, well, this goes out on Monday. I have started my new job. So there's <laughs> that, which means, um, as Brian and I are still talking, we're still figuring out, um, just like new scheduling going forward after this month. So we'll still be having interviews. We'll still be having DJ streams. Uh, just something maybe swapped around a bit. Just keep up to date on social medias and join our Discord too to make sure that you're staying up to date on our new chaotic schedule going forward and just having a good time still on the internet because we still really can't go outside <laughs> too much Correct. yet. Shouldn't but, and can't. You know, you shouldn't be. I mean, you can <laughs> sit outside away from everybody. Oh, yeah. Straight vibing. Yeah. That's cool. Going to a lot of very crowded place, maybe not, not so much. Maybe not. Not the super right decision cool. for anyone. Yeah. <laughs> but besides that, Brian, my guy, what are you doing? My guy. Uh, I think there should be by this point. Uh, we're recording this so early in the week compared to when we normally do these episodes, so it's hard for me to tell you what we're doing next week. But there should already be an episode of uh, a YouTube video up, I guess. Uh, yeah. of us going through some of my old band t-shirts uh, from our content day that we did. It's finally done. It's finally up. So go check that out over on our YouTube channel. Uh, you can search Emo Social Club over there. Find us. Subscribe, like, comment. Let us know what you think on all the social platforms, Emo Social Club on everything. X Emo Social Club X on Twitter and TikTok is where you can find us. We would love to know what you think, what you feel, what's going on with you. Tell us your stories and you can uh, stitch us on tiktok and reply to things that we stitch. do 
if you feel so inclined. I don't know what you would really reply to unless you're like, hey, these dudes are, hey. they're okay. They're okay. Yeah. Check out these okay podcasters. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, so not a ton going on right now. We will be informing you of new scheduling, new anything. Uh, you can still likely expect these podcast episodes to go up every Monday. Uh, so just keep an eye out there. And uh, yeah, without anything else to really talk about and say, <laughs> here Yay. is our episode with Maggie Schneider of Glimmers. Welcome to the Emo Social Club podcast, uh, recording to you on live at emosocialclub.tv on a Zoom call near you. I am Brian. And I'm Lizzie, and we're here this morning, afternoon, whatever you think that 12 p.m. is to you with Maggie <laughs> from Glimmers. Thank you so much for joining us. Yes, thank you for having me. I'm stoked. Yeah. Maggie, tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, your band, and, and, and what you do. Yes, so I am the singer and pianist of my band Glimmers. We are based out of Atlanta. Uh, if you like Made a Parade, All Time Low, we are the in crowd. We are hopefully the band for you. <laughs> um, we are super excited. We've only been a band for nine months now, which is crazy. Damn. Um, yeah, but we've, we've been doing a lot of stuff this year in the pandemic, and we're stoked to continue moving forward and hopefully play shows at some point <laughs> <laughs> right uh i mean I, I i heard about you originally because of your your pop punk covers that's where yeah. i originally found you when you reached out to us uh, uh lizzie like was like brian maggie just reached out to us like Aww. we gotta get her on so we were i was like oh yeah yeah i know maggie like maggie does really good uh, uh covers on uh tiktok now but i know you were doing them it's kind of on Instagram before, if I remember correctly, yeah. or just like kind of posting them everywhere. Yeah, I did it. I started doing them on Twitter. And I think the first one that I did was Dead and Gone by State Champs, because mm -hmm. um, I'm a huge State Champs fan. And when I was 16, I actually got to sing with them because they saw one of my covers and they invited nice. me up, which was like That's crazy pretty, yeah. dream. Um, but I continued doing them on Twitter. And then when TikTok happened, I was like, I'm just going to start doing them there too. Just post mm. them everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. It, on your TikTok, you're like super <laughs> like at the viral level, I feel. So how has been like managing that? Because it's like you're already creating other content and now you have to create more content. And I know I've seen... <laughs> So I'm like other creators who are like, so while I'm like, for one example, I know uh, the photographer, uh, Kay Darg, she was like, oh, I so when I'm taking photos of people, I have to be creating content of me taking photos of people. Is that something you have been like, kind of like trying <laughs> to figure out how to do? Yeah. And you know what? My band, they love me for it, but they also are like, how do you sleep? Like, how do you have time <laughs> to exist? Um, because every day I think to myself, okay, I want to post a cover. What's another way that I can engage with new people and do it in a fun way while also hopefully spreading the word about glimmers. Mm -hmm. Um, so for me with the covers, I try like every day or every other day to make one. And usually it's like a 60 second video. So it's not super time consuming, um, but you're completely right when we're coming up with big pieces of content for the bands, like music videos, or when we were on the road or things like that, 
Like we have behind the scenes content. We have Q and A's that we do because we're already there together. So why not make <laughs> more stuff together? Yeah. Um, so we really, because we're also best friends, we like to showcase the fun things that we do that are outside of music too. Um, and we're coming up with more ideas to do that. But when we're together, we just think, why not? Let's just goof off and have someone record it. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Yeah. It, I, I, I want to put you in this category of people who see it as content before the music, which yeah. is not to say anything negative. Cause obviously like it, I think it just helps you create that sort of, uh, audience around you, which then creates the audience around the things that you're doing. And if it's the band yeah. and you're creating all this stuff. So like to know that that content is not only just being made, but also it's getting eyes on it and it's getting some, some enthusiasm behind it. I'm sure that's, right. that's pretty motivating. Exactly. And you know, I started TikTok last March. I had no idea what I was doing. <laughs> I felt like a boomer. I was like, I don't, I don't understand how this works. How do you edit on the app? I don't get it. Um, but then I think it was last summer. It was June or July. I had the idea because Hamilton just came out on Disney Plus. Mm -hmm. And I'm a huge musical theater kid too. So I love incorporating that interest that I've always had into my TikTok because I don't get to do it as much anymore. Um, right. So it's just kind of a fun extra thing I like to do. But I thought, why not cross over a Hamilton song and the pop punk scene and make <laughs> like a pop punk rendition of this Hamilton song? Sure, sure. And so I did it. And it exploded and I didn't expect it to, um, but kind of from there, I thought of TikTok, especially as a place where I can not only, you know, sing my pop punk covers, but I can use other interests that I have like musical theater or, you know, fashion or pop culture or anything like that and kind of spin it in a way that it hopefully gets more eyes on our music too. So it's, mm -hmm. it's a nice, I like TikTok because you don't have to stress about it. It's just <laughs> showcasing who you are. And if people like it, then they'll usually go and check out what you do more professionally. I feel like that's news for Lizzie because Lizzie messaged me all the time stressing about our TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's more because I'm like, Brian, I know you have other things that we can do. And he's like, I'm not going to touch this app. And I'm like, I, okay, I don't love it. It's, it's not me. my favorite. And that's okay. Like, it's not for <laughs> everybody. Like, my my bandmates, they use it. But they, they are like, we don't want to do this every day. And I totally understand mm -hmm. that. And I love Instagram. Like, Instagram yeah. is probably my favorite you know, um, just because I, like, I love pictures. I love reels now that's mm -hmm. all connected now. But for me, I always tell them use TikTok. just post a video talking about something stupid and <laughs> use the right hashtags. And there you go. It just be you, but it's not. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's just like you said, boomer, boomer style, you know, going into it and just, I, I, I as somebody who edits video, as somebody who edits audio, I'm just like, this sucks. I hate, I hate editing on it. And like, yeah. of course you could just take like a straight video and post it, which I think is the only, or the first one that I did back in the day when we first got our account and I was like, this sucks it. and I hate it. And I was like, I need to put a song over this. So I played it off of my computer and just put my phone up next to it, like a voiceover. And I'm like, fine, I don't fucking care. Like it's going out. I, I just move on. Yeah. And 
like if it gets one view i'm like cool i don't care <laughs> yeah it's funny for me because i've i've kind of edited videos before but not to a professional extent like i've used premiere i went mm. to art school so i have like a basic understanding of that mm -hmm. but i like tiktok for the reason that you hate it which <laughs> is it's like diy hold your phone up to your computer yeah. and, and play something like you can find ways to work around and still put out something that people could watch. So <laughs> fair. See, I'm like, no, yeah. gotta have like a microphone. When we did a, this content day recently and I'm like, no, I got to set everything up. And then when we were done, I was like, yeah, I unplugged that microphone, unfortunately. And uh, none of the audio got recorded. So now I'm like, yeah, why did I do all this shit? Like I should have <laughs> just, should have just put it in, you know, like, like put my camera up to something. I don't know. So yeah. well, I totally get it. Yeah, I'm lucky that our guitarist, Alex Darontane, in terms of gear and stuff for our live setup and our live show, he handles all of that. And he is super like technically in, in gear focused. Like he knows what everything does. He can troubleshoot really well. So he handles that stuff. I handle the social media side mm -hmm. of things. So together we make a good team. Nice. Yeah, yeah, it's like twin powers activate. So it's like <laughs> it all comes together. Exactly. Oh, I told him. I was like, thank you for understanding this because I don't. <laughs> <laughs> it's very, uh, I've, I've always acknowledged that like the skills of being in a band are always very specific and rarely do they actually matter about the music part of it, which sucks. I wish it was more like, most up and coming artists, most independent artists were more focused on yeah. needing to create music or being musicians and having the gear for that. But it's really like, no, you got to know how to edit a video, edit a photo. You got to know how to do social media. You have to know all these apps. You have to post all the time. You have to know the best times to post. It's like all this stuff that you're like, dude, I just want to write like a cool song. And it's like, it actually doesn't, you don't even need to, you can just write a shitty song. It doesn't matter. But like, if you know this other stuff, it all builds up into that. And I, it's really, yeah. It's, it's this nice thing about like people who are making music now realizing like, ah, it doesn't matter. Just do this. Yeah. And for us, luckily, cause I was solo originally. So mm -hmm. even though glimmers has been a band for less than a year, I was a solo act for five. Mm -hmm. So I did everything by myself and it got to the point before I met these guys and they started playing as my backing band. Cause we did that before the official move to being a band, mm -hmm. um, I was feeling kind of overwhelmed and I was like, how am I going to do all of this? <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I don't know anything technically, you know, I can edit stuff to a simple point, but I need help. And so what's cool about our dynamic is we all take like a separate responsibility outside of the music. Mm -hmm. And that really makes a difference. Um, and then when we make music, I think, especially for what's coming next, we're excited to be in a bit more of a bubble, like as we're writing and producing, yeah. even though I'll still post content and bug them about, guys, you have to make this and you have to make this. And like, <laughs> let's continue, you know, promoting the music we have out now. But I think it'll be nice to take a little bit of a break from it in the next few months and actually just write and record and figure out what we want to do there. 
Yeah. Yeah. And especially because you have a new EP that's coming out in a few weeks. So I'm assuming you have most of that done and then you would be moving on to doing more either like an LP or another EP or just singles at that point. Yeah, exactly. And I'm a very type A person. So (laughs) we had all of this. We had the songs and the music videos done by like November of last year. Um, so I always am thinking ahead. I'm like, okay, when do we want to release this? And so we, mm-hmm. we were luckily really good about getting everything done and just kind of scheduled. So where now we just get to share it and yeah. promote it and do the fun part of just letting it go and seeing what people think. Um, but yeah, we're already thinking ahead on who do we want to record with next? How many songs <laughs> do we want to do? So I'm always thinking, <laughs> You sound like the type that has like your calendar is very fleshed out, like for as long as you need to, you've got it on your phone, you're like ready to, I'm like, yeah, I get yes. it. I had to get a day planner, like a physical day planner, oh, wow. which I never thought would work for me because I live on my phone, mm-hmm. but it's, it's called, can we cuss on this show? Okay. okay it's called carpe fucking dm <laughs> and through each of the months like there's checklists and it says another fucking checklist and like, you just write stuff down in each of the margins <laughs> and it is so good and it has helped me so much um especially with this ep because we've had a lot more content to put out mm-hmm. but yes i i am very scheduled i'm very caffeinated all the time um <laughs> Yeah, but it's a good thing. I'm I'm yeah. glad that I'm organized. It helps me. I out. I totally recognize it in in myself, and I'm like, yeah, there you go. You're you're crushing it. <laughs> you're doing it. <laughs> well, with that too. So, All Press had just debuted your latest single by the Lips. So, was that something that you have obviously planned ahead? And how did you kind of go with like executing that? Because I know we've also talked with some other bands recently who were also in the similar boat and they were like, Oh, I'm not too sure, but it's cool. I'm like, yeah, it's (laughs) fucking cool. So I just wanted to know how you guys went around about to getting there. Yeah. So we're fortunate to be working with big picture media. Um, and they are so wonderful. Um, and as far as PR companies go, there's a lot of really good ones, but I love that this one is all run by women. I just think that's so Mm -hmm. cool. Um, and I believe they're based in New York too, but our publicist Gabriella has been, you know, pitching the songs and hopefully trying to get cool features and things. And we've gotten some really cool, like pinch me type of press, which has been exciting. Um, but we found out about alternative press like a week before. Um, yeah. So usually in, in other experience that I've had, we've found out about press at least two or three weeks before. And then that helps me kind of plan how to promote it and all of that stuff. Um, but a week before she was like, good news. They like the song. They want to premiere <laughs> it. I was like, yay. Um, so a few days before they also sent me questions and I was so excited because you know, I, I've always read alternative press and I've been a big fan, obviously, but it wasn't just a premiere. They asked me about the EP and what it meant to us and like the process of making the video. So it was really cool when it came out last week to scroll through it. It's super long article and say, oh my God, like I was quoted and the video <laughs> was shared. 
So yeah. it was super fun, but yeah, big picture media has been so good to us. So good. We talked with the, uh, we talked with a couple people recently about the all press stuff too, like Lizzie said, and it's like, man, back in the day, that was like the biggest shit, right? Like yeah. that is the thing that I want to be in. Um, you know, I want myself featured in there and it's like now that you're actually doing it, like, does it, it, like you said, does it still pinch me or is it like, like, how does it feel to like actually like, yeah. if you could talk to yourself back when you were, you know, 15 or whatever, like picking up the magazine, going to warp tour and like all that kind of stuff, like, how would you, yeah. how would you feel? Yeah. You know, I think it's easy, especially when you're in a band for a long time or you're in the scene for a long time, because it's all about building blocks, right? Mm -hmm. Like, unless you're Rebecca Black, and you go viral <laughs> after 24 hours, it doesn't happen that way. Right. So I think it's easy to just be like, oh, that's cool, you know, and like <laughs> not really think about how you once at 13 were like, I want to play Warp Tour one day. I want to be featured in AP. Like, I want to do all these things. And so I think that for us, especially being like a new band, like, nine months we were all in that pinch me phase for that reason too mm -hmm. um just because we're so new um but like you said it, it can be easy just to be like eh, is this a big deal is it <laughs> but when you really think about it and i'm a very sentimental person so you know i i wrote a post about it but when I was 12 and 13, like I made a list on my phone of like bucket list things that I want to do mm. as a musician. And like one of them was to be an alternative press. Another one was to play warp tour and I've gotten to do both. Yeah. So I know that if I got to talk to my past self, <laughs> she would be crying. She'd be like, what? This is a dream come true. <laughs> so you got to hold on to that. It, like music scene can be kind of jaded, but it's good to be excited about things. Yeah. There's a lot of people who would just be like, yeah, I'm just like, uh, you know, all press. Like, like some people now would just be like, yeah, it's expected. And it's like, bruh, I would be, like <laughs> I, I feel like some people they're just like, yeah, you know, eventually it's like, bruh, <laughs> like nothing's given to you. You no. got to work for it. Oh yeah. Nothing's <laughs> guaranteed. And I think especially in rock music, like you, you can't have an ego and a lot of people do. And, and that's unfortunate, but for me, like, and for the rest of the guys, we just love making music. So the fact that AP liked the song and wanted to share it or anyone else, like that just makes us happy. So, yeah, I think the fact that what on like, so on your like bio, it says like glimmers is about connection and just kind of like routing it back. It's like, Hey, we're just here for a good time. And we just want to like, you know, interact with other people. That's yeah. more like what a lot of people I feel should be going for rather than like, I want to be famous because if you're going in that, especially in like rock, I feel at this point, which is <laughs> terrible to say, but like, yeah. you're not, this is not going to happen. Are there a lot of famous rock stars right now? <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's true though. And honestly, music takes so much work. Like if you just want to do it to get famous, then like, I feel bad for you because <laughs> yeah. you're doing a lot of stuff that yeah. is time consuming and exhausting. And, you know, being in a rock club till one or 2 AM loading gear into your van, like these are not necessarily fun things, <laughs> 
but you do it for the music and you do it yeah. for a higher sense of purpose. So yeah, I've, I've never been like, I want to be famous and that's why I want to make music. I just, I want my music to hopefully inspire people and connect with people. And that in turn gives me the opportunity to like continue sharing it and, you know, have us continue connecting with, with others. So. You strike me as somebody who doesn't want to be like, like you don't need to be like on MTV which doesn't play music videos. So I guess it's a bad representation of, of a, of a like TV, you know, like you're not at the Grammys. Right. But you're like, I am very happy being in my community and, and being able to play for as many people and being able to, I assume have a career with yeah. it as well. Yeah. Oh yeah. And we definitely like, if we, if we perform for the Grammys, no problem with that <laughs> you're not saying end. no, oh, yeah, you're, you're just like, you know, but yeah, like, like if your bucket list is like AP and Warp Tour, it's like it, rarely does somebody go from that and be like, man, if I'm on the Grammys with Elton John and, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. that kind of shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, you know, we talk about as as a band, we talk about goals and stuff. And like for us, we just we want to travel. Obviously, we would love to, you know, open for bands like the band Camino or One Day All Time mm -hmm. Low or like be in that position to hopefully have those types of opportunities. Um, but yeah, for us, we're just like, we want to have a good time. You know, we have a good time whether we're playing to three people at <laughs> like a, a bar in Memphis, which we did, or, <laughs> you know, playing to our sold out hometown show to 300 people, which we also mm. did. So for us, we just have fun with each other and, Either way, we're going to do it. So how did you meet the rest of your bandmates? Because obviously you guys were playing and like they were your backing band. But like I always see like your posts. It's like, oh, the boys. I'm like, oh, that's cute. I like that. <laughs> yes, they're my boys. They're goofy goobers. Um, <laughs> it's true. It's you don't even know. They're, they're <laughs> um, it's like being an all time low. But if all time low had a girl in the band, mm -hmm. Okay. So they're, they're just those big, <laughs> like funny personalities. But anyway, I met most of them at our hometown venue, the masquerade. Mm -hmm. um, Cause we were all in different bands like five or six years ago. I was solo, our bassist Ari and our guitarist Alex were in a band together. Um, so we were all in different projects and we're either on the same bills together or um, with Jeremy, our drummer, he was with me the longest in the backing band. Um, I was helping his band out. They needed a keyboardist. So I played a show with them. And then I reached out to him and I said, hey, would you be interested in maybe playing with me or auditioning and seeing how we connected and gelled? Um, so it was first Jeremy and I, and we continued to look for other bandmates. And it's hard. It's hard to pick people that you can relate to personally and also musically. Like you've got to have both. Mm -hmm. So luckily in July 2019, after being connected as friends, the Glimmers lineup came together just under my solo name. Mm -hmm. um, and we played a show in New Orleans and it was a Paramore cover show. Oh my Hell God. yeah. Um, cause it was an annual thing that this friend of ours from new Orleans did. And it was a blink 182 cover band and a green day cover band. And then we were the Paramore band. Hell yeah. 
So it was super (laughs) fun. So we all got closer together on that trip, learned 15 Paramore songs. And it was like a mini vacation. Like it was just fun. We were there for two days. We played the show. We just had a great time together. And so from that point forward, we all talked and we were like, this feels good. Like this lineup feels right. Let's keep playing shows. And so then through last March, you know, we played under my solo name. And when the pandemic hit, then I started thinking about what I wanted to do because it felt more like a family. It it didn't feel like a solo act anymore. Mm -hmm. So we had a Zoom call and talked (laughs) about what we all wanted to do. And luckily everyone was game to make the transition. How many origin stories are going to be said with, (laughs) so we had a Zoom call? (laughs) Hey, it's true. And we missed each other. We played our last show March 11th and everything shut down March 13th. Yeah. So for two months, we didn't see each other. We were on Zoom every other night talking about this rebrand and just talking about how we wanted to do it. Um, So luckily it worked out. We were very busy, but it paid off. Well, then how many like bands can also say like, oh, hey, we all like really just bonded like collectively more as a band (laughs) by being a Paramore cover band for a night. (laughs) Right? That's the thing. And it was so cool. And I never thought I would be in another band again because Mm -hmm. I had had so many crappy experiences, whether it was duos or band projects when I was younger, like a really, really young teen. I I just told myself, like, I'm never going to be in a band again. (laughs) Uh, I just, it's too difficult. Like, I can't do it. But I always longed to have that connection. So when we all formed, like, it's unlike any other project that I've been a part of. So we we are very lucky that we like each other, too. (laughs) (laughs) Did you guys know that we have our own TikTok? It's at X Emo Social Club X, and we put a lot of different cool things on there, from random train dancing videos to previews of our upcoming podcast episodes and anything else in between. And also make sure you're following us on our YouTube channel as well, Emo Social Club, to search it in the search bar. We have some really cool videos coming your way. Brian is making really cool adult beverages that you can make at home. I decided to make it an emo cocktail. So this one's called the Alone This Holiday by the Used. And I'm going to teach you how to make your favorite coffee from your equally favorite bands. The new Spear Box Coffee. We're gonna want to do 25 to 30 grams. All the coffee comes together, all the flavors are spread out. So keep on listening and follow our other social pages. Oh, and make sure to join the club. I was, I, I did want to ask about how you, you ended up deciding to go from solo to band. So, so I'm glad you brought that up. It, it, it's interesting to me because there are so many people saying, uh, I think like Finn McKenty and, and, Mostly Finn McKenzie. I was trying to think of another person, but I'm like, it's pretty much just him. It's just like, yeah. no, it's it's solo artists. Like the people who are are sort of setting themselves apart are these artists. Like, I mean, if we're talking just pop punk scene, MGK is not Machine Gun and the Kellys. He's just MGK. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like as a as a solo artist, he's doing the music, and then he has the band, which is Travis mm-hmm. Barker, as far as I can tell, yeah. and and creating the music under that. And I think that it's interesting that you you 
made the decision to go to be a band as opposed to still being that, even though it seems like that's where most of the scene is going. I yeah. Guess. Yeah. And for, for us to like, luckily we all have that same vision of where we want it to go. And like I said, it's difficult because when you're a band, you have to personally click and then creatively click. Mm -hmm. um, and so originally under my solo name, Maggie Schneider, I was doing more singer songwriter type of music. And I wasn't really doing the kind of pop rock, pop punk inspired stuff that Glimmers mm -hmm. is doing now. But the name Glimmers to us like represented the music so much better mm -hmm. than just Maggie Schneider. Um, like we, we just felt collectively, we originally were thinking maybe make the band Max, like just call it M-A-G-S Max, <laughs> um, kind of like Laney or Law or yeah. something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but in the end, we were thinking like, I don't know. I don't know if just my name represents the feeling that the music gives off. And even Machine Gun Kelly, like that's a name that stands for him and represents him, but it's it's more of a feeling. Like it doesn't mm -hmm. give off solo energy to me, at least. Yeah, like a like a, a hip hop name or rapper name or like an artist name like that, I guess could be seen as like, you can do whatever. And if there's going to be a back, like he had backing musicians before and it was still yeah. not in the rock, you know, genre. Um, it, do it does kind of remind me too of like this interesting transition of things when uh, we were talking about this the other day about uh, Versa Emerge, where yeah. Versa Emerge had this sort of thing where they ended up, uh, I think, losing members. And then they ended up breaking up almost entirely because there was this sort of behind the scenes drama that came out. This is 10 years down the line. So I don't think anybody yeah. cares anymore. <laughs> but uh, uh, essentially that Sierra, the singer, wanted to sort of go more of a solo route. And that like there ends up being this this thing with the labels or, or the industry where they're like, yeah, we like this band, but we really think that you're like the standout star. And so uh -huh. we want to make like a career around you. And there was that with like the rumors, I think with Paramore, which is yeah, why there were so many things. There's yeah. like Paramore is a band and not just Haley and not, you know, not, not singling her out, even though now she does have a solo record, which I'm like, interesting how that has all transpired down the line. Right. Um, yeah, it's it's very interesting to me, like this this argument from before where it's like Paramore's a band, but maybe the labels, maybe the industry is like trying to separate Haley out and make Haley more of like the standout star. Uh and then, you know, down the line there were bands that actually try to do that. And now it's like the opposite where it's like, no, we want it to not be just somebody's name. We want it to be an artist. We want it to be this idea of of the musicians behind it and that there is a team and that there is like this more of a collective thing than than that yeah yeah it's interesting how that has shifted mm -hmm. it it's so it's so interesting and i think with like Haley williams and her going solo because i love that solo album that's pretty she good put out. real good <laughs> so good but i think that's cool that she did that because it doesn't sound like paramore mm -hmm. like and i think that says a lot about Paramore being a collective, like she didn't put those songs out under Paramore. She put them out under her solo name. And so I think that also gives people the option of, well, hey, if this doesn't sound like the collective, there's always the option of just 
putting it out solo and seeing how that goes. Um, but yeah, I, I just remember battling back and forth. Like, do I want to change my name before I met the guys and before mm -hmm. we even thought about glimmers? Um, cause I got, I got different advice. Like I had people saying, I don't know about Maggie Schneider, like Schneider's hard to spell, which it is for a lot I of people. It, I chucked it like three times before we made an Instagram post. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. It's, it's a lot better than Maggie Schneider. So mm -hmm. I, oh I think it, it has happened so many times, which I get, it's not a big deal, but, um, but yeah, like I, I thought time and time again, oh, I regret not changing my name. Like when I would release songs and I'd be mm. like, I don't know if this works anymore. I don't, I'm not sure. So also being a part of the band and, and meeting these guys, it was really right place, right time too. And it just felt right to just transition and change. Mm -hmm. And I think it really, it did the music a service because for a lot of people, when you think solo name, you think singer songwriter, you think mm -hmm. more mellow genre, you know, like, especially if it's, you know, Aaron West, like that project is very different to the Wonder Years. Mm -hmm. You think Haley Williams, that's very different to Paramore. So I think it did the music good because the name kind of encompasses the idea rather than just it being me. Fair. Yeah, I think that's fair. And to... Cause I, this is what I was thinking while you were saying that too. It's like, okay, so what about Brennan Yuri and Panic at the Disco? Cause it's like, he lost all the members of the original band and is still doing it. And everybody's always saying like, well, it's just Brennan Yuri. It shouldn't be Panic at the Disco. And I'm like, dude, he owns the name. Like he's going to keep doing it and he's putting musicians behind it, but also it can't be just Brendan and Yuri. It's like, it has to be something, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Did he write the first album on his own, though? I believe the first album was written him and uh, Ryan, the guitarist. Is his name right? Like, why? Yeah. I, I, I'm like, I'm like thinking more that it's like not that. Uh, and I believe there was some co-writing by Pete Wentz on that as well. Mm -hmm. um, but if if I remember correctly, Ryan Ross wrote most of that and the second record. And he started writing more on the second record. Pretty odd. And then when he left the band, it was just him. And then Spencer wrote vice and virtues. And then it's been him ever since. That's interesting. Yeah. And I mean, he does own the name, but you're right. It's like Brendan Urie, that wouldn't have the same appeal. Like it, it doesn't yeah. have the same message as panic at the disco. Cause that invokes that feeling that he's he and, and a bunch of other people have written for so that's interesting i'm also wondering if there's like a, a a gender thing to it where there are more female solo artists who just go by their regular name and there are yeah. more male solo artists who go by a band name or and this probably has more to do with like the rap community and and not using your real name when you are performing <laughs> even though you are just yeah. one person and even in rock, it's like there aren't really any like solo male artists who go by just their their first last name. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It's more so rapper pop stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. That's really interesting huh. for me. It was luckily, like I said, I'm glad that I made the jump because I really I don't think that 
continuing to just put music under my solo name, I don't think I would have been happy with that, even branding wise in the end. Um, but yeah, for, for Glimmers, we're like, it has a positive connotation. Mm -hmm. And and that's for us, like that's what we that's what we wanna evoke and express um with what we do. So luckily it worked out and luckily the name wasn't taken. Yeah. So. That's also important. <laughs> Always. Yes. Oh, it was it was such a thrill. I thought of the name late at night and I was like, oh my God, this is probably taken. I'm gonna look it up on Spotify. I'm gonna see. And no, nope, it was not worked out. <laughs> At least it's like that quick to like, like check on it real quick. And you also learn like, okay, let me look on the internet and see if my like hopes and dreams are about to be dashed. We're just like done, one and done. We're good. Yes, I know. And it's one word, which I also am so happy about. It's like, thank God. It's not Maggie Schneider. I can't, I, it can't be spelled like a pretzel company. It's just glimmers. <laughs> easy. You, you, you could have been the glimmers too, if you really wanted to just add that extraness to it that That's early true. 2000s indie stuff yeah the killers the, the killers killer. the white stripes the kooks the vines the kooks the clash yeah They're not in that same time period but you know what i'm saying you know, yeah they just, keep, they just keep it rolling with the thugs. yeah keep yeah. rolling bring yeah. back the bands you know oh, we're no. entering a new decade let's bring There's back a the band bands. called the the yeah. And I didn't believe what? it. And then somebody at, at my former radio station I worked at, they're like, no, this is a band. I said, no, this is a huh. joke. And like, they showed it to me. I said, this is, I can't deal with this anymore. I got to go. <laughs> how, how do you, what would their logo be? I, I that think it was name. just literally their name, but it was like in like a thicker font and just kind of like maneuvered a little bit more like, ma like manipulated. And I'm like, mm. they just said, we're going to do like kind of, I don't know how this band is, but I'm like, we're going to do like the most pretentious thing that we can do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Yeah. It's like sometimes with people who don't know the band Camino, I'll be like, you need to check out the band Camino. And they're like, Camino, I've never heard of that band. Yeah. And I was like, no, they're literally called the band Camino, which I don't get, I don't know what the story behind that is, but yeah. it works for them. I had a joke band back in the day just band named and it was after my friend taylor she's like name name a band after me and i'm like sure okay it's band named taylor that's the name of it and it's like okay. not yeah so i'm like oh okay i heard band community i'm like i get it makes sense understood yeah, <laughs> no questions <laughs> like the the band name is just your answer to everything and like yeah you're like oh i'm in this band the band camino that's it it's just a sentence yeah, yeah. it makes it easy yeah that's true Man, they exploded. I love them so much. They're real good. Yeah. They're they're timeless to me. Like we we all collectively love that band, but it's interesting how you can't put them really in a genre. Mm -hmm. Like it's weird. Like they can be poppy, they can be more on the rock side. They have the indie emo piano ballads mm -hmm. going on too. So I love that. They're they're so talented. Yeah. You're, it's interesting you brought them up with All Time Low as like these are like some of the biggest I mean I think Band Camino is still kind of up and coming in yeah. overall sense like I mean they did play Lala when we yeah. had concerts <laughs> so I mean they're not like new by any means yeah. but like they are they're still blowing up and they're still like yeah. getting all that attention on them they put out some really good singles and then it's like All Time Low and it's like is All Time Low on that level now and they are yeah. 
They are. And I love that. Like, it's so cool to see my favorite band who, you know, we're playing Warp Tour 2012 unsigned at that point because they were they weren't working with Interscope anymore. Like mm. in that place to being on Fuel by Ramen to having that song with Black Bear, mm-hmm. to getting a feature with Demi Lovato. Like it's it's so cool to me. It's so cool. And they've been a band for what? Like 15 years ish? Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. It's it's what what blows my mind is that their two biggest songs right now are their newest song and the <laughs> song that they first broke out with. 15 yeah. years ago yeah. it's like wait how is dear maria also your biggest song right it's now it's that comparison TikTok. and contrast i love yeah. it yeah and i mean tiktok the power yeah. of tiktok like it's, it's coming back also with machine gun kelly i feel like we as a scene are doing really well right now because we're getting a lot of mainstream representation yep. even with like halsey halsey loves emo and pop punk music i'll see she's so good (laughs) she's so good but yeah that's what i'm saying like this year has been super super great for pop punk influenced stuff Mm -hmm. so it's all it's all coming together at the right time but (laughs) i i love all time low they they are my favorite hands down I feel like there's been so much like discourse though added to like, okay, we have MGK and his new record, which is very pop punk. Mm -hmm. And then we have like all time low and everybody coming out. And then there's a lot of people are like, I don't like that this is becoming mainstream. And then they're like igniting this whole like kind of weird gatekeeping vibe. And I'm like, isn't this all what we all wanted eventually? Like if you are in a band, like you want to break out. Like I don't understand because I know even on TikTok, they'll be like, oh, but I've been listening to this band since like 2010. <laughs> and I'm like, cool. Yeah. Do you want a fucking medal? Like, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> We're giving out prizes. Yeah, it's, it's dumb. It's not a competition. And, you know, like let people enjoy what they want to enjoy. Mm-hmm. Like, I love pop punk. I love my emo stuff. But I also love the 1975. I also love Lady Gaga. Like, I love so many pop, more mainstream acts too, Taylor Swift, like so many. And I hate when people give these looks and make these comments like, oh, ugh, like Taylor Swift, like wh- why would you like her? I'll defend her to the death. Me too. She's I'll come a for that person. She is a genius. And the thing is, just let people like what they like. Yeah. It doesn't mean that you're less emo than the other person. Like just, you can enjoy different types of music. It's, it's better in my opinion. <laughs> Agreed. We had a, uh, I, I pretty consistently play you belong with me at our emo stuff. Cause I'm like, hell yeah. And then she just did the Taylor's version. I'm like, okay, I'm putting this on the queue for our DJ night. Mm-hmm. And I was brought back to this moment when I did it at emo night LA here in Chicago. And like, Somebody commented on uh, one of Emo Night LA's Instagram posts and said, "Yeah, one of your uh, one of your DJs in Chicago played a Taylor Swift song," <laughs> and like trying to like say like you're not really emo because one guy one time did one thing. Yeah, and they, they like came back and they were like, "I'm so sorry that for that three and a half minutes you were unhappy." 
Dude, we <laughs> that's we got vibe though. Like, is yeah. that is that not what you're looking for when you go to an emo night? Is to be sad? You're just like songs pop punk happy. as fuck, dude. Song yes. is so pop punk. Yes. Look, a I think the mark of a good songwriter is you can change the production of the song and it can relate or speak to anyone. Absolutely. Like that song can be country, that song could be pop, that song could be pop punk. Like that song could be anything. Um and for us we we got to guest DJ in Emo Night in Atlanta. Yeah. And we put on Carly Rae Jackson. Yep. Makes sense. Yeah, it, it's like, why not? It's all about nostalgia. Like, people want to dance. Like, I mean, Carly Rae Jepsen did play a show here in Chicago with Boys Like Girls. It was like true. the randomest lineup, but I remember it was like at like one of the bigger like like amphitheaters in the city. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't get it, but it works. Yeah, it vibes. Yeah, like, look, I I was the kid who grew up listening to the Jonas Brothers and early Demi Lovato because early Demi Lovato is yeah, very pop punk okay but at the same time loved My Chemical Romance and Green Day and all of those other bands yeah. so we want to we want to take inspo from all of it what's the big deal it's so weird we did Carly Rae at our emo night too but that was because uh Adam Siska from the Academy is was playing bass with her at the time so we're just like, oh, well, he's not going to play it because he's like, no, nah, I can't play Carly Rae. I'm in Carly Rae's band. It seems weird. <laughs> I'm like, no, 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 we're playing it. So I put it on right before he came on. And he's like, how could you do this? That's awesome. I mean, yeah. even Dan and Shay, weren't they pop punk kids at once? I feel like they were in a well-known pop punk band. I have no idea. Yeah, like, I don't I remember know that. them as like a country act that was really touted and like the radio yeah. scene. And I was like, oh. Oh, okay and then i was like people like them okay i don't know much about like that type of stuff so yeah i i need to look at that but yeah it's it's interesting it's cool yeah. and as musicians like i feel like at least speaking for us like we don't want to listen just to one type of music no that gets like, boring you do pop punk from sun up to sundown that's your life there's only three chords three chords and fast drums listen to the same thing in the same nasally voice for so long complain about high school until you die (laughs) exactly a day to remember is still doing that they are crushing it man do they hate florida even though they still go back there (laughs) well maybe parade hates georgia but they still come and record here yeah yeah well ocala's calling man (laughs) true Yeah, I, I, I'm very against gatekeeping overall. And I, I do think it's really interesting when you look back at like all these people that came from the pop punk scene. Like yeah. now we have Halsey who grew up on that and is like, well, I don't want to make pop punk music or I want to make music that is me and is the all the influences of like, yeah. uh, including, you know, pop, R&B, uh, uh, dance music, like all of the DJs. Skrillex and all the other DJs who like grew up in like the metal and pop punk scenes and are like, cool, I can do that now with something else. And I can put that influence out there. It's like, it's, it's happened for ever. Like relax. Absolutely. Like I said, I, I'm a theater kid. I love musicals. That's how I started performing. And now there's so many more musicals that take more a pop singer songwriter approach when it comes to the music and so I take inspiration from that. Like a lot of my writing is influenced by 
like pop rock musicals. Green Day <laughs> has a musical, for God's sake. That's true. <laughs> so, yeah, it's awesome. What what musicals have you been in? Oh, I've been a lot. Um, my favorite that I've been in was Spring Awakening. Okay. Um, and that one, it's a very dark show. It's a very it is a dark show. show. Yeah. Um, I was a theater major in college and did oh, musical no. theater and stuff. So I I have this reference, and I'm just like, let's let's talk about that for a second. You are my people. Well, what even. <laughs> um, yeah, I was I was Marta in Spring Awakening. Okay. Um, I was in Into the Woods. I was the baker's mm. wife in Into the Woods. Um, I was in Susicle. Have you heard oh, of Susicle? Uh. Yes. I've heard of it and I heard a lot of that reaction to it. And so I don't know it very well, but I know like, you know, that reaction to it basically. Yeah. When I was like 14, I was in that show and it was our Christmas show at the theater mm. company that I worked at. And I had to be in it for 15 performances and I wanted to die. It is <laughs> the most annoying show for those that don't know. Imagine every Dr. Seuss book imaginable into a two-hour show. That's too much. That's simply too much. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was a lot. Um, How did somebody become the cat in the hat? Is it as terrifying as the Mike Myers? <laughs> Mike Myers. Well, I was the cat in the hat. Oh, Ooh, funny okay. Funny enough, um, <laughs> the cat in the hat in the show is the narrator Okay. So it, it tries to weave all of these different stories together through the cat in the hat, kind of connecting the dots. So I was on stage like 90% of the show. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I had, I had a top hat. I had red and white striped tights. It was a whole thing. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> um, but yeah, Into the Woods and Spring Awakening were probably my favorites um and then I also towards the end of my theater career I directed a couple of concerts so mm -hmm. I took songs from American Idiot and Spring Awakening and Next to Normal and a bunch of those types of shows and had my friends come and perform in it and just have like a a concert of all of the really new type of musical theater that That's I like yeah, yeah, that's awesome. The yeah. next Punk Goes Pop is actually going to be Punk Goes Musical Theater. Can you imagine how many times I've tried to write that? <laughs> I want to see somebody do, because yes. I have only seen one, no, I, yeah, I've only seen one, like, Broadway show ever in my life, and it was the Addams Family Musical. That's a good <laughs> Um, But I like Chicago. I just want to hear a pop-punk mm -hmm. version of Cell Black Tango and see how that goes. Yes. I just want to know how That'd it goes. That'd be sick. That'd be I mean, real good. Funny enough, that was one of my favorite songs as a kid. Mm -hmm. Like I would sing as a five-year-old, he had it coming. Like and my <laughs> mom would die. Like what 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 did he have coming to him? What did he do to you? Like, I don't know, but he had it coming. I don't know. I my mom is so cool and she's a pop punk mom. And you know, she went to warp tour. She loves all time low and my chem. She's great. Oh yeah. But she she introduced me to a lot of stuff um like chicago like the music and bon jovi and like all of this stuff growing up and so that was something that she always laughed at because i was i would sing that song and not know what the hell i was singing yeah but it was entertaining 
so yeah good. i i i remember distinctly being like i moulin rouge is my favorite movie so it's like just do that but do it pop punk do it emo and like then there's my chem and panic writing just like all these like very theatrical songs i'm like fall out boy. you could do it fall out boy just add it all in throw it all together make yeah. it all work and i'm like it could happen and here i am 34 with a podcast instead so hey hey if you write a pop punk or emo musical hit me up i will do all it all right Brian, bring Done. it back bring back shotgun zombie just for this uh fuck Fucking old band. Um, I will also add that there is Emo the Musical. It's an Australian thing, and it has no uh, emo songs in it. Oh, it's just... that's on Netflix, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Oh, Have you crazy. seen it? Yes. It's so lame, but I love it because <laughs> it's so lame. It's so bad. I expected so much more. I was scrolling through Netflix, I think like a year ago, and I found it. I was like, oh, my God. It's, it's, it's perfect. Musical. What is it? <laughs> it's it like they cringy. put it out for me. It's so cringy, but so bad. I don't know. I I do enjoy it, and there are a couple songs in it that are kind of catchy. And it's just like to see this like arrogant kind of gothy emo kid, and yeah. to have these like emo off moments. I'm like, yeah, relative. It is Australian for anybody who hasn't seen it, so it's like maybe it's a different experience of like being an emo kid in Australia. Yeah. 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 Like yeah. I wasn't what I experienced in my suburban town, but maybe <laughs> in your suburban town in Australia, it's different. Mm -hmm. But the only thing we know is that everybody equally hates that suburban town. <laughs> yeah. True. True. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Have you heard of Dear Evan Hansen? Yeah. Yes. I had, a, I I had some it. friends who are like really big into it. They saw it a few times on Broadway. Yeah. Uh, my mom and I got to see it a couple years ago, I think it was the last time we were in New York and we cried the entire time. <laughs> it is like that powerful of a show. And the music is great. Like the music could be pop punk. Like it's, it's so good. I love that. We need to, the, like with everything else, it's like, we're all just going to, all these emo and pop punk kids are going to take over everything. And then it's like, nope, all the musicals now. Kids nowadays are going to be writing musicals in 10 years and be like, nope, it's based off of, MGK's oh, <laughs> Down Falls High, which I guess that also exists as a 45 minute musical on YouTube. So and it's I already done. It. Yeah. I, I still haven't watched it I because I haven't seen it either. It I'm just like, seems why like would so I want much? this? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. <laughs> it's interesting to say the least. It's more, it's like less of a storyline. Like it has a storyline, but every song is also like a performance music video. So okay. it cuts to the band playing in different settings. And then you have the story too. Um, whereas like with our videos, I, I made sure that our videos like told a story. It was less about performing, but just all story. Mm -hmm. um, but his is kind of 50-50 band performance storyline kind of interwoven. It's kind of like Tierra Wax videos is like what I'm hearing yeah <laughs> but with your music video so you ha you said earlier like off off zoom call recording that they're all kind of like interconnected with each other so they tell a cohesive story how in like why were you kind of like thinking that I know we've talked to a lot of other bands who are also like getting really into like making more immersive music videos which I find extended to be really universes. interesting yeah extended <laughs> universes because I know that like at least 
maybe like five years ago, I was like, I never watched music videos. I can just pull it up on Spotify. Why am I going to watch a music video? But now it's like, it's coming back and it's like, and you're going to miss a lot of substance if you don't watch the music video yeah. now. Yeah. I, again, going back to my musical theater kid roots, <laughs> yep. I have always wanted to make either, you know, one music video that, that tells a really complex story, more like a short film, like more like a movie. And I love John Hughes movies. I love eighties and nineties rom-coms and things like that. So before quarantine happened, I was thinking about, okay, we need music videos. How, how do we express the feelings of these songs like in the strongest way possible. So then I was watching like fallout boys, young blood chronicles because mm -hmm. they did something similar. Every song had a music video and they all connected. And so then I thought, I love this. Do these songs fit and can they tell a narrative like save rock and roll does. And so I was listening to all the songs that we had and I picked the order of how they're being released now and wrote up kind of a rough storyline that goes through each of the songs. Mm. Um, and so then I called Diana, who directs and edits all of our videos. She's amazing. And I told her, I said, I have a really crazy idea. <laughs> and if you want to do it, then you're just as crazy. And luckily, <laughs> she's, she's always game for everything. And she said, tell me. So I gave her the rundown of what I was thinking in terms of storyline and having them all connect. And she said, bet, let's do it. <laughs> so we edited the story together. And then the hardest part was shooting the videos on separate days and making sure that the continuity was there. Mm -hmm. That was the most challenging part because we shot all of the videos in about 12 days total, but they were all staggered days. So we didn't do it consecutively, like a movie. We, right. we were like, okay, we're going to do part of the Not Good at Goodbyes video today and the last bit of Falling. And tomorrow we're going to do the scene of this song. Um, so we had to make sure that, you know, our set was consistent, my hair was consistent, makeup was consistent, like had to do all of those things. But it was so worth it. Mm -hmm. And I love how they turned out. Um, and when the whole EP drops, I want to release all of the songs in one video mm -hmm. so that it's a continuous flow in addition to watching them episodically. Um, but That's I love so cool. it. Yeah, That's I really love cool. it. It's my, it's my baby. I'm super <laughs> proud of them. Uh, so yeah. the way that you release your songs, are those in order of how it plays out in the music video then? Okay. Yep. Oh, yeah. 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 So Not Good at Goodbyes is the beginning. So at the beginning, we have kind of a play-by-play -play of this relationship of these two characters. And if you've watched it, at the end, they break up. So each of the videos kind of goes through the process of a heartbreak and going through that grief but also them maybe reconciling. Who knows? <laughs> Have to watch. <laughs> Still the next chapter to, to be released. There's, there's one left, yeah. Uh, where else can people find uh, you, the band, the, the stuff, all the yeah. good stuff? 
So Glimmers, our music is available everywhere. So Spotify, Apple Music, uh, anywhere that you want to stream music, we have it. Um, all of the videos so far are up on Common Ground Collective's YouTube channel. So go check them out in order, or you can watch <laughs> them separately. They make sense separately too, luckily. <laughs> um, and then you can find me on TikTok. Um, it's Maggie Schneider is my username. And that's also my username on Instagram. And my boys are all on social media too. And if you want to check out band socials, we are at Glimmers Band everywhere. So say hi, let's be friends. Uh, hopefully we can play shows soon and meet people <laughs> in real life. Yeah. yeah, I know that you guys actually have your own like street team too. So I was like, oh, okay. So there's a street <laughs> team after. I haven't seen that for a band in a really long time outside of just, you know, having fanfare on like social yeah. media. Mm -hmm. So Wait. I think that's like really cool to like still like try to connect and like kind of bring it back too. Thank you. Yeah, like I I loved street teams. Like growing up, I was I was in the all time low one, like in in the Jonas Brothers one as well. Yes. Um, <laughs> team Jonas. Are you guys at meetings together? Team Jonas. I have that patch somewhere because I was a part of that, and I have the patch somewhere in my house. I have a signed couch by them too. So cool. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Um, yeah. So I I loved being in street teams growing up. And what's really cool is every month we try and give like a fun opportunity to a fan in the street team that has done a lot to help promote the music. So we just FaceTimed uh, a really awesome girl named Sarah, who is always so supportive of us. And she's from Canada. So it's really oh, wow. cool. It's really cool to FaceTime different listeners that live, you know, so far out from where we are. Mm -hmm. um and just say hi and thank you and just get to know them um but yeah we we just want to make friends so if if you want to make friends with a punk rock jessica day and then <laughs> four goofy goobers who drive me nuts then hit hit us up we're we're happy to chill it's literally just sounding like the show new girl the way you're it describing is. it it's like if the, if every cast member of new girl also started a band yeah that's exactly what glimmers is that is literally what Glimmers is. Wow. 100%. I hate yeah. how, that, how well that works out, but I love yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, that. that is us. That is us. When, when we're on the bus, that's like apartment 4D. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it so much. Well, yes, uh, if you're listening to this, we're not live. So I'm like looking and seeing like, should we be talking to anybody like in the chat? No, no one's here. Uh, uh go listen to glimmers go check alice is here I'll, I'll say this all to alice this is for alice right now uh go check out glimmers go listen to the music go and watch the videos uh as we tell everyone every week just run those numbers up leave it playing on repeat just do it get those numbers up uh go and interact with maggie and the band on instagram and tiktoks and all the social media platforms uh maggie this was so much fun I know. Thanks for having me. I I've been a fan of you guys for a minute, so I was happy. Oh, wow. Yes, I was happy when you reached out, Lizzie. So if, <laughs> if y'all were excited, I was twice as excited. So yeah. Thank you for having awesome. me. Yeah, there's a lot of excitement going around, so I'm very happy that we had you on. And uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll we'll be talking to you again soon. I'm sure Yay. when you're once you're on the next part of your bucket list and you're doing the next thing, we'll be like, yeah. so did that feel cool too? <laughs> like, let's have you back. <laughs> Oh, yes. No, I, I will never not be excited. So. <laughs> Sweet. 
Uh, well, thanks again, and uh, and and goodbye. I guess. <laughs> goodbye. Good day. To, yeah. To nobody. Thank you for checking out this episode of the podcast. Uh, we had a we had just so much fun. Just yeah, just it can't was say it enough. good. It was a great blow, and we always love talking about a lot of chaotic things too. You know, Brian has this theater kid background, and I just I, sit there like I I secondhandedly saw that. What? What? Hold on. What's, what, what have I done? Uh, yeah, so if you enjoyed this episode, please uh, uh, share it with somebody. That'd be a big help. If you like the band Glimmers, if you like Maggie, uh, share our podcast with them. Make sure that, that, that people know of the band and know of her and know of us. That'd be great. Uh, you can like, comment, subscribe on anything, and you can also leave, leave us a, nice a review. review. Oh, just a nice review. If you leave a mean you, review... If I you leave a mean review, like mm, constructive criticism, you can tweet or DM us that. Don't put it out there on the actual Apple Music review. Don't just the the reviews are literally just love us. That's that's what it is. We don't you really just want put five you to stars it. and just call it a day. You don't even have to write on anything. Drop you a just five. Five star. Drop a five star review in. Uh, iTunes or Spotify if that's something you can do that on Spotify too right I can you I don't know if you can do that do that if it's four and a half stars if you can do that do that too if you feel not super confident in us that's fine we'll see you next Monday with another episode Uh, I'm Brian and I'm Lizzie from the Emo Social Club podcast goodbye (laughs) that's a that's what you get when I'm, I'm here's, not awake. Here's how the outro goes. It's like, yeah, yeah, we're doing it. We're doing it. Oh, shit. And then end. <laughs> and then it just coasts.